This is At Home with the Oregonian. I'm Lizzie Acker. Each week we check in on some of Oregon's favorite people from a safe and responsible distance. Follow The Oregonian on Facebook or YouTube to watch these conversations live. Um, Today, our guest is Carson Ellis. She is an author and illustrator of popular children's books that include Home and Do Is Talk, which is a Caldecott honor book. Um, She's also the illustrator in residence for The Decemberists and received Grammy nominations in 2016 and 2018 for album Art Design. Hello, Carson. Welcome to our show. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yes. Um, we're excited to have you. I was just yesterday scrolling through your Instagram and uh, realized I should have been following you for the last whole lifetime. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, it was like, uh, I, I got to this thing that was like a in the New York Times about how to draw your own self portrait. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, it's too late in the day for me to do this right now. But I really wanted to do that. You Um, can go back and do it anytime. Okay, I'll try. Yeah, it's there. It's somewhere on the New York Times website, a template and instructions Mm -hmm. for drawing a self portrait. Awesome. It seems like you've been doing a lot of cool kind of interactive projects like that during this quarantine, and maybe even before. Um, I see that I saw those, how do you say it? Trans something Tuesday? Trans mundane Tuesday. Trans mundane Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, um, how do you come up with that? So that, uh, I've been doing that for a long time since last mm-hmm. October. Okay. And, um, I came up with it because I had to go to Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and teach, um, and teach uh, some workshops to some teenagers there. Mm-hmm. And I had this, this like uh, picking random prompts kind of out of a hat and drawing them is like an old art school drawing trick. And it was mm-hmm. something I did when I taught students, teenage students at the Portland Art Museum. I used to teach drawing students there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a good kind of icebreaker. Mm-hmm. So what it is, is I have a bunch of drawing prompts in three different categories. And they're things like um, wearing glasses, riding a bicycle. Mm-hmm. But then there's other things that are more kind of fantastic or paranormal, like has two heads, has the tail of a snake. Mm-hmm. And um, and then other things that are uh, related to what a person might be wearing like um, in a sweater, wearing boots. And so they're in three different categories and I pick a prompt from each category mm-hmm. and then you have to draw whatever that prompt kind of implies. Those mm-hmm. three prompts combined imply. And it's just a really great icebreaker. I kind of resurrected it. I was talking to my friend, Laura Veers, who is a songwriter who also just developed this great set of, she's a Portland songwriter and she developed oh, a great cool. set of drawing, of uh, songwriting and poetry writing prompts mm-hmm. um, that are kind of similar. They're in three categories and you pick one. And it reminded me of this thing that I used to do. And I thought if I'm going to go teach teenagers uh, to draw and specifically they wanted to learn about character design, that this mm-hmm. would be a good way to kind of bump them out of their, you know, their thing that they're always drawing, whether it's their like 
big eyed anime girl, <laughs> like superhero or whatever they're thinking yeah. not not only teenagers do that all people who draw do yeah. that. go back to the same people mm-hmm. so that's where the idea came from I posted some of them on Instagram and people just started drawing them and I realized mm-hmm. that people wanted to draw them so I started a mm-hmm. tradition where I would post three prompts every Tuesday and so I've been doing mm-hmm. it since October um and then I provide a couple hashtags so everyone can share each other's work and I share some mm-hmm. stuff um that I like from that collection, but lots of people participate. It's mm-hmm. very much for everyone. There's kids that draw, there's grownups that don't usually draw who draw, there's grownups mm-hmm. who are professional illustrators who do it to kind of get going and you know warm up for their work day. It's pretty wonderful. So that's, that's yeah. what about. we did it yesterday. No, the day before. Yeah. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what day it is. Who even cares? I know it's Thursday because we're doing the show and I'm yeah. off tomorrow. I know it's Thursday. <laughs> That's about my it. mother-in-law is going to watch my kids today. Oh, cool. Yeah, my mom is watching my baby today. So that's like the only way to do anything, actually. Yeah. <laughs> someone watch your kids. So I know um, before I saw you, actually, I think the reason someone suggested you beyond being an awesome Portlander is that you were doing this quarantine um like art project um and that that went on for a little while it seems like you were offering more specific prompts is that how that was working that was um uh every weekday for a month for that first month you know starting in mid-march so as soon as we kind of locked down Mm -hmm. i before bed i posted an art assignment for the next day Mm-hmm. With a, again, with a hashtag, so people could kind of share each other's work, mm-hmm. and some of them were very elaborately conceived with like mm-hmm. video tutorials, multi-step <laughs> instructions, et cetera, et cetera. And some of them were just like draw, you know, uh, the view out your window. And I have nothing, <laughs> right. nothing else to tell you. Just look out your window and draw. It sort of depended on how much bandwidth, how much time at the mm-hmm. end of that day, and how much energy mm-hmm. I had to come up with something elaborate. Sometimes the best assignments are so simple anyway. So I did that for a month. Mm-hmm. That's that, that look, Those looked also totally amazing. The stuff that was coming out of it seems really, really impressive. <laughs> I thought so too. It was pretty yeah. incredible. And it was really beautiful, uh, mm-hmm. like how many, just the range of people that took part, you know, people all over the world, people mm-hmm. who were very young, people who were very old. Um a handful of people who were like, I'm in my 60s. I haven't drawn since I was a kid, but I got nothing going on. I'm locked down and what yeah. no time like the present. So it, it was, that was my favorite thing. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe my favorite thing just about the idea of quarantining is that mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are drawing who don't usually draw. We're like, what do I have to lose? Yeah. Might as well go for it. Yeah, that's interesting. Like the, this this time of being locked down is allowing people to explore different parts of themselves that they wouldn't necessarily usually like, do explore. So mm-hmm. who are you, I guess, who are you locked down with? Are you still, are you still pretty locked down? We're still kind of locked down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm locked down with my husband and my two kids. Mm-hmm. One is 14. The other is seven. So a little kid and a big kid. Um, And my mother-in-law comes once a week to help with the kids Thursdays today. The best day. Which is why today is a great day to, you know, (laughs) podcast. Yeah, Yeah, getting stuff done. (laughs) Um, 
And we are mostly locked down. My 14-year-old sees his friends on Zoom. He has class mm -hmm. on Zoom and gets enough friend time through that, he says. And my seven-year-old doesn't get nearly enough friend time, would like lots more play dates and stuff. But we pretty mm -hmm. much just are hanging out with one friend of his who mm -hmm. he's really close to and whose mom I'm really close to. So it kind of works for both of us. And we went on a bike ride That's last nice. week. Yeah. And then I made my first foray. I live in the suburbs. I live in mm -hmm. Tualatin. And I made my first foray into Portland on Tuesday to meet my poetry group who's been meeting online on Zoom mm -hmm. in Irving Park for like a socially where like we had foldy chairs 10 feet away from <laughs> really each other and sat yeah. in this bizarre triangle <laughs> with so much space oh. between Did us. Did it work? Yeah, it worked fine. It felt yeah. great. It felt great to see them in person. Mm -hmm. um, and it felt good to be outside. And it felt good to be in Portland. You know, I, yeah. I hadn't been in Portland really other than to run an errand here or there in months and months. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like you're on an island. We're all on these little islands. I guess I haven't gone downtown. Except I went to the office one time to pick something up. <laughs> but it's like, mm -hmm. oh, I used to go there every single day. Yeah. Or just in this confined little spot. But it, you actually are on maybe a little, a little more. You maybe have a little more space. It seems like you have animals too. I do. I live on a... A uh, very very small farm, a five acre mm -hmm. farm, and I have two llamas, two goats, a sheep, chickens. <laughs> so we we have a little space out here. Um, <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, I I I love having all this space. I feel like sheepish about it now. I'm so grateful for it, but I also mm -hmm. don't like to put too fine a point on it because I, I know I have a lot of friends who are feeling very cooped up right now. Um, I know. I feel like I have this uh, backyard privilege, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it is very nice to have a backyard. And I have friends who live in apartments. I have friends who live in New York in apartments and that's even more like confined, but yeah, it's, it's lucky to have outdoor space. I am very, very grateful for my outdoor mm -hmm. space. Yeah. So can I ask you, usually I wouldn't ask someone like, how is it being a mom? But as a, sort of newish mom I have an eight-month-old baby how are you finding working are you getting anything done <laughs> with children or yeah, I'm really I'm good question or, what I should well do. it's funny with an with an eight-month-old like I feel right now because I have two kids and they're not babies mm -hmm. at all right one's a teenager yeah. and one's seven but I remember when they were eight months old and it felt like my life does now like suddenly having my kids home from school and not having any childcare anymore. Yeah. Um, it was like traveling back in time to having <laughs> a baby, but not quite. It's harder to have a baby because a baby yeah. needs care all day and yeah. a baby has no self-preservation instinct. <laughs> like my kids can be free range. They just need yeah. me for, like to, you know, entertain oh, them. Yeah. And, but it's, I'm getting a little bit done. Yeah. I would say I'm getting, you know, my husband is um, writing a novel right now mm -hmm. and I'm illustrating a book. So we both have these long deadlines, these things that we're working on and have been working on mm -hmm. and we're working on for months before this happened. Mm -hmm. um, and I got an extension. He was supposed to be done in March, but mm -hmm. he's pretty much done. He's pretty much finished this novel. 
Um, and he's just kind of like reading through it and editing the first draft right now. So we're working and we have just mm-hmm. a very uh, strict kind of split down the middle division of labor situation that took a few weeks for us to figure out. Initially, we mm-hmm. did a thing where one of us homeschooled the kids in the morning mm-hmm. and then the other worked. And then we all came in and had lunch together and then we switched and we did that every day. But that thing where it was like a three hour work period. And during that Mm -hmm. time, I also had to answer my emails and like get into a frame of mind for making art. And I just never got anything done. I would like come in here and stare at Instagram and stare into space and (laughs) just like fritter my time away because Mm I, I have certain, like, I don't know, just, rituals that help get me ready for work. Yeah, I'm a person. I need some time and some space to just do nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, And without that time, and I was exhausted because I'm just kind of running around like trying to keep it all together and keep the house going and keep the kids happy. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to work. I would come out here and have no, uh, just no kind of brain space for it. I couldn't get focused around it. So then we switched to this thing where one of us works from nine to two. Mm -hmm. And then the other person gets like two hours at the end of the day. So one person has a Mm -hmm. long work day and the other Mm -hmm. person has just a bit of a work day and we alternate. We each get two days a week for that. And on the the uh, fifth day is Thursday when my mother-in-law is there. So <laughs> yeah. we just kind of do whatever. Yeah. 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 So that's, it took so a while great. to figure it out. I had to get an extension for the book I'm working on, which was due mm-hmm. now. It's now it's mm-hmm. due in September. They were very understanding. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like uh, people good. are pretty understanding. That is a nice, it's like at least everyone's going through the same. Well, not, it's not all the same for everyone, but everyone is having a struggle of some kind. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, oh man, having an eight month old is crazy. But then, you know, having a five-year-old, having a 14-year-old, having a seven-year-old, you know, having no kids, having no family, like around every single one of the things that you could be having no job. Now. I mean, I'm having just no pretty job. great right. to be employed right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think like, the the publishing business like the kids mm-hmm. publishing business especially can be a little flexible that way anyway mm-hmm. and i think there's extra love mm-hmm. maybe it's my imagination but i think there's extra love for parents in the children's publishing world and allowances <laughs> made for them since we are making books for kids it <laughs> yeah. would be kind of it would be kind of bizarre to be discouraging parents mm-hmm. from working you know you sort of yeah, have to totally. support working parents if you want to also support children mm-hmm. In the world, that makes reading sense. books. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. what is this? Can you tell us at all what you're working on? Or yeah, I can. I'm I'm mm-hmm. illustrating a book that I didn't write. It's by an author named Mac Barnett, mm-hmm. who's also one of my closest friends, and we've been friends for years and years. We're like children's books compatriots, children's oh, book, awesome. children's literature <laughs> compatriots, and mm-hmm. this is the first book we've actually worked on together. And it's about love. It's called What Is Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so oh, it's nice. It feels like a good book to be working on mm-hmm. in this moment. It just is affirming and mm-hmm. makes me feel yeah. good to be working on it right now. That's awesome. That's actually a question I had for you is do you have any kids books that you would recommend for this time? You know, I mean, there's obviously a lot going on, but one of the major conversations we're all having is like how do we make this world better? less racist? How do we talk to kids about 
white supremacy. I mean, that's a lot to talk about in like two seconds here, but um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm just entering the world of children's books at the very basic, like this book is about barnyard animals clapping <laughs> level, but um, yeah, do you have any book recommendations? Um, another kid's book compatriot who I love so much is Christian Robinson. Mm -hmm. And he just published a book very timely. It came out mm -hmm. like two weeks ago or something called You Matter. Oh. Oh, cool. uh, and everything he does is really, really beautiful. And um, a lot of the time, it, I don't know that what he's doing is as pointed as that, but I think that mm -hmm. you matter messages in kind of everything he does and everything he makes. Mm -hmm. And incidentally, he also has been doing this incredible thing in quarantine um, called making space, which is this mm -hmm. very beautiful, very fabulously produced uh, video that he puts out every week. I think he does it on the weekend. Maybe it's on Saturday or something. Mm -hmm. I might be wrong, but it, it, you should look it up. It's Christian okay. Robinson making Christian space. Okay. His Instagram handle is at the art of fun. And it's typically some kind of art project, mm -hmm. some kind of uh, maybe like author visit or something. He, he interviews people a lot and has special guests. He did one a couple of weeks ago, each one has a theme. And he did one that was about anger that, oh. I can't recommend enough. It is so moving. It is so wonderful. And it is so great for little kids to sort of think about anger mm -hmm. and how that feels that. and how it, especially in this moment right now, yeah. how to, how to work with an abundance of anger <laughs> and, and, and That's how it's great. okay to be angry, but the important mm -hmm. thing is what you do with it. So yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend Christian. He's the best. Okay, cool. Yeah. I feel like I'm just, at the, like I said, at the very beginning of this being a parent thing and I'm like, there's a it's I don't even know how to make my baby go to sleep, but like the whole rest of it seems like way harder. It's okay. You have an eight month old. You can just focus on sleep and food and okay, <laughs> you've got a right few now. years. Okay. <laughs> got a few years for anti racism. I mean I think like it's if you're thinking about it with an eight month old, you're on the right track. <laughs> okay, good. I'm thinking about it. She can't say words yet or but yeah, we're definitely thinking about it. Well, um, I think my mom's probably going to bring her up in a second, but I usually I ask like a couple, you know, fun, fun. Um, you can bring her over here. She can. She she's always the third guest at the end of the show because she gets okay. sick of being in the basement. This is Nona. She's she's oh, dressed. Oh, you're cute. <laughs> you yeah. are cute. Um, yeah, it's a bird. You got something on your nose. Um, <laughs> okay, so what is, have you been making anything, like baking anything in quarantine? Have you baked? Is that a thing you do? I don't bake, but my husband bakes bread every day. Every day? Every single day. Sometimes he <laughs> skips a day, but we have fresh bread like pretty much every day around sometime wow. between lunch and dinner. Uh, wow. I don't cook or bake. It's not my thing. It totally stresses me out. But I also but have been hanging out with this person for like 20 years who loves to cook and loves to bake. So I think I kind of was like, phew, I guess I don't need to figure out how to do that. So I just right. don't really do it. That seems like a perfect way of being married to somebody. They <laughs> it's, one of, it's one of the ways that we are well paired, I guess. I mean, if you ask him, he might be like, it would be nice. 
if she just occasionally. That's what I'm also. I suck at it, so nobody's begging well, me to cook. That's good. Yeah, you you got to know your own strengths. Um, and let's see. Have you bought anything really crazy during this lockdown period? Mm, that's a good question. Or just it doesn't have to be crazy, but what's the most? I don't. Know, I guess crazy is just such. Oh, maybe she'll stand up. She's trying to get to you. Oh, she's standing up. Did you see that? Oops. Hey. <laughs> okay. Look at you go. Okay, okay. Nona. <laughs> she lost. You lost the privilege of being on the show. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see. Anything crazy that you bought during lockdown, or just surprising that you like? Maybe back in January, if you had said. Oh, now I own this thing. That would have been. I'm sure there is something like that. I think my first instinct when all this started to happen was mm -hmm. kind of financial panic. Like nobody spend mm -hmm. any money. Because um, <laughs> I, I just. My husband. Yeah, I was like, nobody knows. We don't know what's going to happen. We, I mean, we're lucky we're working on these books. And so we've got jobs and that's great. But I just, my, my like finance financial panic thing kicked in so yeah. I don't know I remember at some point I bought like a really beautiful pair of shoes which I have obviously not worn and like I don't know when yeah. I'll wear them mm -hmm. because I because they were from like a Portland um uh clothing store that I love mm -hmm. so much and I'm like I don't want them to go out of business I need to support them you have to you have to <laughs> yeah um we just bought kind of a a bike rack that is not a crazy thing but um I think it it is related to quarantine because we're so cooped up and we're trying to figure out a way to we can't really bike from our house we live on a gravel driveway on a really fast road so nobody can yeah. bike and we're like we need to figure out ways to get out into the world with our family um that don't involve being crowded places and doors so yeah. I don't know there was a bike That's rack a for yesterday I don't yeah. have anything too wacky or fun, though. No, that's fine. I don't either. I mean, I guess we, we got an exercise bike, which I think at the very beginning, which I would have been like, we're never going to have an exercise bike. And now it's truly the only, I feel like maybe I talk about this too much, but it's like the only thing that <laughs> brings me joy. <laughs> no, not really. I have a lovely family. and But I mean, it's the only time that we're ever really like alone is when you're riding. Yeah. It's like, I mean... Yeah, being in the same house with the same people is wonderful when they're your family. But of course, having some having a break is always yeah. Alone time navigate. is key. Yeah, um, we all need it in my family. We're mostly introverts, mm -hmm. and so being on top of each other all the time is kind of hard sometimes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, I was gonna say we're all Libras in my family. I was like, "What does that? What do I even mean by saying we're all Libras?" Oh, <laughs> we're Libras too. My husband and I are both Libras. We have the oh. same birthday. And then what's, my kid, what's your birthday? My birthday September twenty seventh. My baby is October seventh, and my husband is October sixteenth. Ah, we're both October fifth. Okay, good. Both of our kids and my mother in law are all Pisces. I don't okay. know from astrology, so it doesn't really mean much. To <laughs> I me, barely do. I mean, I know like. <laughs> I lived in San Francisco for eight years, which is like in San Francisco. That's like, at least when I was there, it was like 
very important to know. Like the, yeah, the, the overarching dogma of <laughs> yeah. the entire city. I had a boss who was like, after she hired me, she was she found out I was a Libra, and she was like, "Oh, thank God! I wanted to ask if you were a Libra before." I, hired you. <laughs> I feel like that could be discrimination. I don't know. But, well, um, that was good. the most famous skill thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, looks like we've been talking for a while. Time's up. Let me just check here. Carson, where can people find your work? People can find my work on my website, which is carsonellis.com. And I'm very active on Instagram, which is at Carson Ellis. Highly recommend following her on Instagram. Thank you. Really great Instagram. Thanks for saying so. (laughs) I spend a lot of time on there these days. A little too much time. But um, yeah, it's nice to see something beautiful. One of my favorite kids' books is um, Miss Rumpheus, I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you read that book, but uh, there's this part in it that's like the idea is that you should do something to make the world a more beautiful place. And I feel like you're doing that. Thank you. Um, I don't know that I'm doing that. I'm working on that. I think you probably are. That's uh, Barbara Cooney, by by the way, is that illustrator. Of that beautiful book. Beautiful book. I don't know. I like since I had Nona, it makes me cry when I read that book, which I think might be like hormones, but <laughs> I didn't ever cry before. So I don't know. It's a good book. Highly it's a good one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And it was great to meet you. Um, I hope you have a good summer. You too. All your mamas. Um, yeah, we'll do. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like the show, you can help spread the word by telling a friend or by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks.